0: Hello and welcome to On My X podcast. This is episode number 31. I'm recording this on February the 9th, 2021. Uh, I'm drinking my coffee. You'll probably hear me, hopefully, not slurp it, but drink it. Sorry, can't help it. I need my coffee. You know, but first, coffee. No, I just really like coffee. But um, anyway, uh, you can reach me on my X17 at Gmail or my Twitter on my X17. Please do let me know what you think, what you hate, what you like, what you don't like, anything. Please let me know. So this week I'm gonna talk a little bit of Halo, uh, a little bit of Xbox sales, the whole Mass Effect kerfuffle, um, and then some uh, pop culture things: Jared Leto and Batman or uh, Justice League stuff, and uh, the Wandavision show, which I don't believe I've talked about. So. Let us get into it, all right, so first uh three four three industries, the company behind um halo is ha, announced that they people are speculating it's a new game, but they basically announced that they're gonna there's gonna be in their monthly newsletter thing there's gonna be new ways to play the master chief collection. They didn't go into details as to what that means. Um so for some reason people are speculating that it's gonna be a new a new Halo game, you know, and it's like, well, first of all, uh if that's the case, which I don't think it is, um, let's try to make sure Halo Infinite is actually done and is playable and isn't complete shit. That'd be step one. Um I would hope at this point that they're churning out since the single player is mostly done, I would imagine I would hope. Um that they're just churning out multiplayer maps after multiplayer maps, right? Like, I want that'd be game should launch with like 25 freaking multiplayer maps you've had all this time. But, uh, let's get this game out first before we decide to make another Halo game. Because, let's be honest, 343 has yet to prove they can actually make a really, really good Halo game. They've had the franchise longer than Bungie at this point, and um. Graphically, Halo 4 looked great. So did Halo 5. It looked really good. The multiplayer, not as much. But it looked really good. Felt good. But story-wise, complete shite. And gameplay wise, nah, not the greatest. So, point is let's let's get that ironed out before we decide to make another game. But like I said, I don't think they're making another game. I think they are just doing they're going to, I don't know, the one rumor I read was that it's going to come to xCloud Game Pass stuff is going to come to um, more Game Pass, I guess, to the Switch. So I could see that maybe being what they mean. But again, I mean, I I don't know. I don't think so. I doubt it. I doubt that they will, uh, I mean, in Nintendo and Microsoft are pretty friendly, but still, that's kind of a big thing to put it on there, but you know, Microsoft doesn't really care where you get you know buy their Game Pass as long as you're giving them money. So I don't know how that would work. I don't know if it if it would be like or just the X Cloud. Maybe it's just going to come to X Cloud streaming through the Switch. I don't know. But anyway, that's what I would think it would be. I can't imagine anything else it could be because again, there there's no way they're making another game. They have yet to make. Let's get this Infinite out, especially after that massive L they took releasing that campaign footage um, they need to make sure this game's done, um, and, and glorious. And again, it's just, it's still kind of crazy to me. It's not going to come out. They said fall, which will be, it will be November 15th. I guarantee it. The, uh, anniversary of Halo, the originals release. So it gives them nine months still to finish that game up. And it's like, what are they going to, what could they possibly need nine months? But again, I hope they do it and I hope it's badass. but, Thought that was interesting, but nothing more to it. I can't think of anything else it would be, but uh, just thought it was kind of an interesting story. Next, uh, I'm gonna bring up talk about uh, Xbox X and Series X and S were the number one selling unit console in the UK last month. So it's kind of interesting because you had uh, November was the Switch, December I think was the PS5, and then January was Xbox. So, you know, there's a lot of things for that. Um seemingly, you know, it, it would appear that if there were PS5s available, that would have been number 1. You don't know. If there were more Xboxes available, maybe it still would be. I don't know. But kind of interesting that it was number 1 over there because it seemed with the PS4, it was just dominant everywhere. But it seemed like more so in Japan, it was huge. And for some reason, this it seems like Sony is kind of shifting away from concentrating that and concentrating more in the U.S. And I think the X, the PS4 was definitely most more dominant system just in general. So it's kind of hard to say with that uh, in Europe too. But I seem to think I thought maybe I'm misremembering, but I always thought that the 360 was the more popular system in Europe. Um, and then the um, Xbox One came out and kind of poo-pooed that. So, I don't know. But it's kind of... Um, it's, it's always interesting to see. Both these consoles, it's so hard because they are... They're just hard to find still. I mean, still hard to find uh, this many months later. And then there's these... You read stories of silicone and stuff. Semiconductors are hard to get. And so, allegedly... Uh, it's going to be really hard to get these consoles for a while still, which absolutely blows for people. But, I mean, you know, the thing is, is even if you look now, there's not that many games that play on them still that are exclusive to those consoles. That Destruction All-Stars just came out for the PS5, and it's got like a 64 Metacritic from critics and 54, 5.4 from fans. So, And I played it. It's not that great. It's It's, you know, it's, quote, free comes with your subscription but it's uh the way that they have microtransactions for more single player content is just in skins it's just it's just kind of dirty it's just like man and modes there's actual modes you have to pay money for that's just going to get people to turn that off real real quick um so but yeah there's really nothing exclusive on there and uh ratch and clank which they kept saying was supposed to be march rumored Still no release on that, so that would be an exclusive. But other than that, you know, everything you can still play on your old console. So there's really no reason necessary to get them yet other than, you know, you want to get it. Um, Like God of War, they just released the next-gen patch for that. So it runs at uh, 4K60. I just played and beat it in the performance mode where it was running at 60, 1080, 60. And it it, it was really good. Uh, It was phenomenal. So... Uh, it's pretty good for people who have yet to play it on their PS five for all three people that have it. But, um, but yeah, there's just not that much in there necessarily to, you know, be dying to go get one yet. Other than you're just a fan, you want it, which I get, I totally understand that. So just thought it was kind of interesting that Xbox beat them out, but next month they'll probably be the PS five. I'll probably be that for a while because they have a bigger fan base built up at this current point in time. So, moving on from there, there was an interesting story from uh, CD Project Red. Apparently they had they were hacked and they the source code for Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk 2077 was leaked or taken, I guess, in the hack. And they got a little ransom note CDPR did. And ransom note basically just said um they wanted some kind of money or something stupid. Otherwise, within two days, otherwise they were going to release it, release the source code, and expose what a shitty company they are, if those were their words, something to that extent. So, um, Interesting to see if that happens. It's just kind of like, I'm sure this is obviously some disgruntled fan who had bought into the game, was super happy about it, uh, didn't like it, and... Uh, Obviously didn't like it, and then you know got together with whoever did whatever to hack it. So it sucks when you have your stuff hacked. I imagine especially as a company because it's just bad and illegal, of course. And apparently got in to their systems and got HR and stuff, and they're just gonna just being dicks, you know, just kind of a dick thing. And CDPR, yeah, they suck. I mean, they they lied and all that jazz, but obviously they didn't deserve to have that happen. I mean, that's just crappy. So uh pretty interesting it'll be interesting to see i'm they're obviously not going to pay a ransom or anything um if that gets out and you know what exactly it's going to do who knows but the one interesting tidbit from it was that um there was some source code for a next gen version of the witcher 3 allegedly so maybe they're still going to release that people are People are into that game. I think it's highly overrated, but it makes sense for them to release that and maybe get some kind of goodwill back. They could be like, hey, remember us? We, we made this one game that was good that you guys loved. Here's a re-release of it. Yay. So, but it's all about that. Um, next thing I'm going to talk about is um, kind of funny, but Mass Effect re-releases. They're doing a legendary edition. It's all three games with, you know, not a complete remaster or remake, but just better, you know, anti-aliasing, running 4K60, you know, that type of thing. And, one of the more interesting things is, uh, all the DLC and stuff is going to be in it for the games, but, there's one DLC pack for the original that's not in there because, uh, of corrupt source code, because they basically farmed the DLC out to some company, and they lost the code, it got corrupted. So, That won't be in there, but all the other stuff, all the other DLC will be in there. But what is interesting with it is some of the other changes that they've made to it. So one of the big changes in there is in Mass Effect 2 with, if you guys remember, the character Miranda, who's played by, I think her name's Yvonne Strahowski, the chick from Chuck. Pretty good looking woman. And they mocap her, and there's some scenes where, in their eyes, it was gratuitous uh, butt shots where they'd have a scene panned out, and Shepard would be talking to her, and you could see her booty. She wore a tight white suit, and there were some booty shots. Uh, There apparently some shots, too, of Shepard where he'd be sitting there manspreading. You couldn't see anything. It's like there was nudity, but manspreading, and they said, oh, we can't do that. So, anyway, uh, it's just kind of funny. People are all up in arms about it because they're mad that the butt shots are gone, and, you know... I mean, I, I think it's kind of funny. I don't really care. I don't need to see digital butts to get off personally, but, huh, but, um, it's interesting to me, the hypocrisy with it in like games journalism, right? D- they say it was gross and, you know, it undermines women and all the typical stuff they say. And they're okay with, I mean, there, there's, there's articles out there of this lady, Demitscrew Demitskru, I can't say her name. The, uh, tall lady from Resident Evil 8. There's articles out there now about people like all excited and that's okay. And even when Ghost of Tsushima came out, there's some scenes, I never played it, but parts where you can see the main character's butt, bare ass, and he's a dude. And it just reveals by the game journalists who are so flabbergasted that a game from 2008 or 9, whenever Mass Effect 2 came out, showed a digital butt of a female. That's not okay, but in, you know, Nowadays, you can do whatever you want with the dude, you know, and I mean, again, most dudes don't care. It's not offensive, but it's just interesting to me. They make such a stink about certain things, you know, certain just basically with females, but with the dudes, they're like, meh, we we don't really care. We can kind of do what we want with that. Show that all you want. But like I said, the whole thing with that game, I don't know, I kind of go back and forth. I'd love to play him again, especially running in non, like 10 frames a second, and and faster load times and looking better, that'd be pretty cool. But I did play them. I played one and two a lot. I think I only played three once because it was just the ending was just dumb. So I might get it, but I don't know. I, I, if they were, if, I wish what they would have done and I would have even paid more is if they actually completely remastered all three of them, uh, and released them separately like like they've done with Resident Evil two and three, and then four inevitably. You know, if they completely remastered one and then released the second one later, like, I don't know. I would have done that, but I know that won't happen because EA and they're lazy uh, and they're just going to make quick buck, and they are with this. But I also think that it'll probably drop in price pretty soon after it's out, you know, within a few months. So if it went down to 40, I'd probably get it because that'd be worth it to me. But that's mostly it for gaming news I want to talk about this week. So um, some more movie stuff. They released a photo of Jared Leto, who was in the Suicide Squad, the original one that came out a few years ago, as the Joker. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that was terrible. The movie was terrible. The acting was terrible. The uh, look of Jared Leto was like white trash Joker with gold teeth and tattoos on his forehead and shit. It's like, I guess Joker went white tea. Uh, so it's completely garbage, and then they didn't even utilize him well. It was just stupid. And so apparently he's going to be in the Snyder Cut of Justice League, and it probably, it's probably literally like a scene for like five seconds, but they released a picture of it. It's black and white, and it's Jared Leto. It's the Joker. But he's got longer hair, not that short hair. He looks like he has more white makeup on, and the tattoos look appear to be all gone. So... Hopefully that's the case, because Jared Leto is kind of a weird, creepo actor. I think he's a weirdo, and I think he played a good Joker, but the character of the Joker in that was like Trash Joker, which, again, he could play it fine, but I just thought it was stupid. And this one definitely looks better. So hopefully, you know, everybody's all ranting and raving about the Snyder Cut. I don't really care either way. I think the DC movies all mostly suck. Um, I think the actors they had for all the roles for the most part, other than Amber Heard, who's terrible. Um, and Momoa too, to be honest, are all really good. I actually think Ben Affleck is a good Batman. I know that's crazy, but I do. And I think that Henry Cavill is the most perfect Superman next to Christopher Reeve. Um, but yeah, I just don't really care about the movies. So but thought that was kind of interesting to see and glad it was kind of a, a nice change. And also, um the other thing that I want to talk about, which I never I don't I haven't mentioned on the show, I don't think, was WandaVision, so it's a Marvel show, and they had episode five it was last Friday. It's only nine episode, one season, like spinoff type of deal, and the first few episodes were, I mean, the whole black and white. Were in the show was kind of it was kind of interesting. I thought it, it wore its welcome out after the first episode, and then they did a second one, and then kind of the third. Finally moved away from it a little bit, but I thought it wore it out a little bit. Um. But it's nice that you can tell it's leading to something. And showing the people in the real world dealing with it and what's going on, I think, is much better. Uh, But this week, there was interesting spoilers. I'm going to spoil the end. Um, Her brother, well, it was her brother, uh, Quicksilver shows up to answer the door. That she claims she didn't, uh, you know, say she didn't have him appear. Because she's controlling everything, allegedly. Maybe, we don't know. And it wasn't the actor that played... Uh, him in the Ultron movie. It was the dude that plays him in the Fox X Men movies. So this is interesting because it could all be farce, could all be bullshit. He's not really there. Um, but what's interesting is it's like maybe they're finally bringing the X Men into the MCU finally, because the whole reason they made Wanda and her brother the way they did was they were inhumans because they couldn't have the rights to mutants, so they they had to call him that and do this goofy stuff. And then Fox made the X makes the X-Men movies, and they used Quicksilver and he's completely different so it'll be interesting to see if it actually if they can bring it all together um, you know I think it'd be cool because again, much like this the uh, Justice League um, DC movies, I love most of the actors except for the Phoenix the girl who plays Sophia something who played Phoenix in those movies she's an absolute horrendous actress. Um, but again, I like all the actors in it. Everybody that played all the characters were Michael Fassbender's really good. The dude that plays Professor Professor X, I can't remember his name. He's good. Oh, James McAvoy. So I like those actors, but the movies just weren't that great. So I kind of feel like they just wasted these actors on crappy stories. Um, but so it'll be interesting to see because Fox Disney will bring the X Men into the MCU at some point. But I don't know if they would retain those characters or just get new ones or the actors whether they played them. And it seems like this is uh, <clears throat> kind of hinting that they're going to keep at least some of them. But um, yeah, we'll see. I think WandaVision has potential and it, it, the overarching theme that it's going to bring in and explain stuff I think is going to be cool at some point. Um, so I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, episode. That's so I'm going to talk about that. I'll just move on to what I've been playing. I've been playing more rogue company. They came out their season one. It's been pretty cool. The rewards are kind of meh. The only way you, you level up, which I kinda like, is just experience. You don't have to, you know, kill this many people with this gun or that character or any crap like that, which I hate in battle pass stuff. But the experience definitely uh, goes up exponentially, so that kind of sucks. But if you do have Game Pass, or I'm sorry, Xbox, I think it's Xbox Live, maybe it's Game Pass. I can't remember. But if you have an Xbox Live, they just gave you like 20,000 experience, I think it was, a crap ton. So basically let you skip like 20 levels, which is fantastic, through the Battle Pass. And uh, you got some of the gold and funny money they give you. So kinda like that. But I've been playing that uh, with my friends and Miles Morales. Since I beat Spider-Man Remastered, I've been playing Miles Morales. And it's very similar, obviously. I mean, you can tell it's DLC, like I always said it was, and it's not bad. It's pretty good, but the collectibles, there's like half the number of them, maybe even less than half, which again is fine, but uh, it is really cool. It looks really good um, on the PS5, runs very well, and uh, it's it's a pretty good game. I know it's not that long, so I think I'm already like almost halfway through the story. I've only played a few hours, but uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I would recommend that. But, you know, if you have PS5, if you're one of those three people, you probably already have it. So, but anyway, everybody, that's going to do it for me this week. Wanted to thank you all for listening. Uh, I do appreciate it. Please get in touch with me on Twitter, on my X17, or my Gmail. Same, on my X17 at Gmail. And let me know what you guys want me to talk about. I can talk about most anything, really. Um, Just let me know. Uh, But until next time, I'll talk to you guys later.